This is BPN Radio, your 24-hour Internet prayer station with Dale Gentry and friends. Calling America to pray. A member of the Breakout Prayer Network. Let's pray, America. It's time now for the Warriors Watch with Pastor Callie Hargraves here on BPN Radio. Second Chronicles 23.6 says, And all the people shall keep the watch of the Lord. Now, here's your host for the Warriors Watch, my friend, Callie Hargraves. Let's start with prayer today. I've got Lauren on today. She's going to give her testimony. This is my daughter, Lauren Luna. She was on with me last week. I'm so happy to have her on again this week. And uh, I wanted her to come on and give her testimony. She's got a powerful testimony. God's done an amazing a work in her life and in her children's lives. And I'm, I'm really excited for her to share that. And, um, but as I got up this morning, the first thing I heard from the Holy spirit, and I try to take note of what God says to me when I first wake up in the morning, but he said, go use your gifts, go preach the gospel. Ask me for wisdom and discernment. Tell your testimony you will begin to hear more clearly the voice of the Lord. Start where you're at. Go into your world and be the light. Now, let me say this one more time because I want you to get this. This was the word of the Lord, and I knew instantly it was the word of the Lord for you. Go use your gifts. Go preach the gospel. Ask God for wisdom and discernment. Tell your testimony. You will begin to hear the voice of the Lord clearer. Start where you're at. Go into your world and be the light. And Lauren, nobody loves to encourage God's people more than I do. Nobody loves to give people words of knowledge and and prophetic words and, you know, move by the spirit and, and watch how God just, shores people up and shores his daughters up and his sons up. And I love it. I absolutely love it. And I think it's so vital. I'm so happy you're on with us today, but here's what I really believe the Lord is saying. If you'll start where you're at and you'll find somebody to be a blessing to the windows of heaven will open up and your destiny will begin to take form. Too many times we get prophetic words And we sit and we wait and we do nothing. When God is saying, start where you're at. So what does that look like, Pastor Kelly? Well, that might look like um, going into your school. Maybe you've got a meeting with a bunch of mothers. And you're sitting down with a bunch of mothers. And you ask the Holy Spirit right then, Lord, show me in, in here who I'm supposed to be a friend to today. Show me in here who I'm supposed to take to lunch today. Show me what to say to that person. Maybe God will highlight a person. Show me what to say to that person that'll make a difference in their life. Maybe you're at a football practice with one of your kids or a baseball practice or or, or you're at dance recital or dance school and there's other mothers and fathers there. The Holy Ghost will highlight somebody. You go sit down and have a conversation with them about mundane things. And then the Lord will give you just a word or a sentence or a way to reach them. The Bible says we're supposed to be wise as serpents, serpents, (laughs) harmless as doves. 
So in other words, we're supposed to be wise and keen to what the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is the gift of wisdom. It is wisdom. Holy Spirit is wisdom. He's our teacher. This week I was out and I saw somebody that I love so much. And the Lord said, tell them about a certain book and go get them a book. And he said, start there. And so that's where I'm starting with that person. The Lord will begin to increase your gifting as we begin to follow his instruction through obedience. The Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. Well, what does that look like? That means seek what God is seeking. Do what God is asking you to do. Obey his voice. And then all these other things that you're believing, all these other things you're believing God for will happen automatically when we get into the flow of obedience. And so I really just want to encourage you to start where you're at. There are many of you that are, the reason you get on this prophetic broadcast is because you're prophetic. Go use your prophetic gift in your sphere of influence. Even if your sphere is small, be faithful with that. I wanted to give you a little book that you can get. It's called, look it up. It's T.L. Osborne. In his name, Three Keys to the Book of Acts and Supernatural Christianity. Three Keys to the Book of Acts and Supernatural Christianity. And we are called to walk in super a supernatural lifestyle when we come on somebody on the scene of somebody's life because Jesus is on the inside of us we bring the supernatural into that arena and i'm going to give you three keys of the first church first of all they believed and taught the word of god nothing trumps the word of god yeah. nothing they believe and taught the word of god second of all they were filled and anointed with the spirit that's why we need to pray in the spirit every day and we need to pray in tongues so that we will be filled and anointed and we will see things through the eyes of the Holy Spirit. So they were filled and anointed with the spirit. And number three, they knew the authority of the name of Jesus and they used the name of Jesus. Okay, so the word of God convinces people about Jesus Christ. So when we preach God's word and we take people to scriptures, then the word has a living, powerful ability to convert people. The spirit has the power. So when we pray in the spirit and we worship in the spirit and the spirit was the power that produced miracles. So it's the spirit of God in you, the Holy Spirit that has the power to produce that, that power is released through you to, to produce miracles in the lives of the people you touch. And then the name of Jesus was their credentials. It was the authority in which they walked under. Jesus is our authority. So when we pray in faith, in the Holy Ghost, using the name of Jesus, then we now have the authority to work in signs and wonders and miracles, just like the early church did and just like Jesus did. So I just, I wanted to start this program today and just really encourage you. This is a prophetic word for everyone listening. Go be Jesus the next seven days. Ask God every day to show you somebody that you can minister to. If if you're just seeking a pulpit or a place of influence, ask God to rearrange your heart and your motives. Because we don't need more people in pulpits. 
We need more people in the marketplace. We need more people in Walmart. We need more people preaching the gospel on the highways and byways in the flow of my day. And I promise you, if you're faithful with that, God will bring you to a pulpit. Because when we're faithful to, for the small things, God makes us ruler over much. And as you do this, in this next week, you are going to see major miracles not only unlocked and given to the people that you are ministering to, but you're going to see major miracles unlock and major breakthrough in your own family. Go be Jesus. Allow Jesus to speak through you. Allow Jesus to love through you. Allow Jesus. Listen, God will give you maybe just one word. I remember when I first started hearing the prophetic word, it would be just one or two words and I would just be faithful to say it. And people would break down and cry because it was right where they were at, Lauren. So I encourage you, the prophetic word, if you, especially of those that are down, are frustrated, Start worshiping God and start ministering. And I promise you, I give you my word. The power of God will be unleashed over your life in such a profound way. You'll never quit doing it. Amen. Amen. All right. Now, Lauren, I really just want to turn this over to you and let you give your testimony and talk to these amazing women, men, whoever's logged on about what God did in your life. And how he moved, because you have, I've been so proud of you. You have walked out, um, you have walked out a prayer life. You have walked out, uh, you've been committed to the Lord since you were a young girl. And even when you faced some pretty horrific things, you stayed true to the Lord. You never veered from your love for Jesus. And so I just want you to just take your liberty today and just minister to, to, to God's people. Awesome. Well, thank you, mom. Um, you know, mom, Mom and I didn't really get to talk much before today, but exactly what she was talking about was right on what I was going to open up with before sharing my testimony. And that is just that the faithful people of God and the obedient people of God can expect God's suddenlies in their life yes. and God's promises. Yes. And like mom was saying, you know, sometimes we're expecting things, we're believing for something, but we haven't obeyed in the smallest thing of, you know, hey, I need you to go talk to that person. Or even though you don't feel like God's like I've come through for you in the last six months. I need you to go give that person an encouraging word for what I've done for you in the past. And, um, and so God's love is unconditional, but his promises are conditional to our obedience and our faithfulness. And, you know, my story is a story of, I'm not, I'm not a perfect saint. I, I wish I could, could come up here and say, I've just been this perfect Christian girl all my life. And I haven't, I don't think any of us have, um, but I do know that my heart has always been for the Lord and I've always desired the things of God. And I've always not, never, not one time, um, questioned God, questioned his love for me, um, or questioned his goodness. Now, um, there was definitely times that I was disappointed. And so, you know, just to take you back to the beginning of my story, you know, when I was a little girl, um, my dream was to get married, have lots of children, marry a preacher and be in a ministry. Um, I never had a desire to have a career outside of the home. And there's nothing wrong with that. That just wasn't something that I thought about. Um, 
all I desired was to pour my life into my kids and my husband and whatever ministry it was that God gave us. And I, you know, distinctly remember envisioning like the white picket fence home and the perfect little house and, um, you know, making cookies for my kids when they came home from school. That was my, my vision. And, you know, at the time I was a seven or eight year old little girl and my, my mom and my dad had a very up and down marriage roller coaster. And, um, (laughs) my mom, you know, at that time, especially, especially I think at that, in that time in, in the church, um, there wasn't as much as that, that we have right now when it comes to what we have access to helping people with marriages and things like that. And yeah. my mom and my dad came from two families. They didn't know how to be married. They didn't know how to, how to handle everything that was thrown their way as well. Um, but you know, it was, we had to endure a pretty sad divorce as kids growing up. And one thing I'm so thankful mm-hmm. for is our family, our parents never took us out of the house of the Lord. Um, we were always in church. Um, I watched my parents go to church despite being divorced, despite, you know, getting remarried and and where life took them. And so I was so thankful for my relationship with God at a young age. And I remember feeling the presence and protection of God in my prayer time. Um, wow try not to cry so I can get through the end of it. But, um, you know, even when my parents were having arguments and things like that, I, I remember knowing that God was never going to leave me and just feeling his presence as a young girl. And so when I went on to start pursuing the things that I wanted, you know, I was always in a mad rush to accomplish the things that I felt like I was supposed to do. And so one of those things was getting married. And so, um, I got married the, like, a month after I was legal to get married, I was 18 years old (laughs) and I married the first boy that walked into my youth group and said he was going to be a preacher. And, you know, God bless his heart. He's, he's got to call God on his life. But at that, at that time, you know, it was, we were both too young and definitely, you know, I didn't see red flags that were, were put up because I was just in a rush to get married, a rush to do the things that I felt like God wanted me to do. And so, you know, that led into a, a cycle of, of hurt. And I had about an 11 year marriage that was up and down. Um, it was, you know, without, um, without, I think from, well, I believe a lot of things contributed to it, especially just the enemy, but, you know, something that I want to go back and say, when you rush the hand of God in your life, or when you rush the things that you believe that you're supposed to do, um, it definitely opens up the doors, opens up doors for the enemy to, for you to just things to just, yeah, make, make mistakes, you know, things that just weren't supposed to turns you weren't supposed to take. And, um, you know, so I didn't get my dream of a dream wedding that first time. My dad didn't walk me down the aisle. It was not what I thought it was going to be. And, you know, so that it, it, it started years of struggling financially, um, jobs that were lost, ministry opportunities that were lost. Um, you know, there was abuse of all kinds in my marriage, uh, verbal abuse um, turned into emotional and physical abuse there was substance abuse in my marriage and all of this being done with 
you know, trying to put a ministry face on the outside and a smile on the outside with lies on the inside of what my life really looked like and what my marriage really looked like. And um, I'll say this, you know, through all of that, I had many seasons with the Lord where I would be praying and believing for breakthrough and restoration for my marriage and for my husband in particular. And, um, and I have no, I have notebooks. I mean, I have books at home that have written down like by faith, how I was believing God for my marriage by faith, how I was believing God for my husband and just complete freedom in all areas that, you know, there was just this destruction in and where the enemy had him bound and parts of our marriage that were just, he completely was wrecking havoc with. And so, um, it was, I can definitely say it was 11 years of absolute wilderness. And, um, I remember one of my, when the Lord really started bringing clarity to me in the last couple years of my marriage, um, We had gone to this church, a denomination that I was not used to, and um, it was much different than the denomination that I grew up in. And I remember questioning God, like, God, why do you have me here? Because they didn't worship like I worshiped, and um, they weren't as free in the things of the spirit like I I thought you were supposed to be. (laughs) And I remember going to this Bible study, and um, I was so desperate for an answer of how to fix my situation. And I remember hearing the word of God being ministered to me and the Holy Spirit so clearly saying to me, Lauren, you know my spirit, but you do not know my word. Wow. And it was at that time, it was about three years before my marriage ended, um, that I really started seeking the word of God and my identity in Christ and exactly who I was, um, not just what, you know, I felt God was or thought God was, but exactly the way that the Lord saw me. And what was so amazing about diving into the word, because, you know, during those 11 years, I wasn't around my mom as much. I didn't have as much spiritual um, just guidance other than my relationship with the Lord. I was alone um, often. And something that you know, diving into the word did for me is it truly gave me my identity and it helped me, helped me to see truth from lies whenever they were spoken to me. And it helped me realize what God's will was and what it was not and what was truth and what was not. And things started to become very clear for me of where to go and how to follow the Lord and and how he was going to lead me out of the wilderness state that I was in. And, um, and so, you know, I'm, I want to let this kind of just lead into how my story ended. Um, in December of 2014, I had to leave my, my marriage and it was something where I was, I was, if I wouldn't have left, it would have just gotten, you know, more and more, um, abusive. It was, I I had to, to walk out. Um, and I remember packing up my kids and, and leaving, not not thinking that it was going to end in divorce, but um, many things happened after I left that were just confirmation after confirmation that um, it was just not it was not going to to get work better. out. It was not going to get better. And um, and so I remember being in an apartment. My I felt like 
on one hand, whenever I got into that apartment and I had all my kids there, um, actually this particular night, the kids weren't there, but I remember on one hand, I felt like 300 pounds had been lifted off of me. I felt like I could breathe, like an elephant was off of my, off, off of my chest. And then all of a sudden I am just overcome with grief and sorrow. And I remember putting, um, going through pictures and I had all these pictures just out on my floor of my family when we were together. Some of them I knew were times of complete pain for me. And then some of them were more innocent times before pain had really occurred. And I remember crying out to the Lord, um, just questioning him, why God, you know, I have been faithful. I, I was not perfect. Definitely didn't do everything right. You know, in my marriage or throughout my life, I've made, I've made some big mistakes as well, but I've always sought the Lord. I've always, if I, if I did something wrong, I would repent and come back. I, I, I never, I kept believing by faith that everything was going to come through and I was going to see a miracle in my marriage. And I remember asking the Lord, why would this happen to me? Why would you allow me to feel this, this, this pain? Um, and what is this? Because I was so, I knew I couldn't go back to where I was, was coming from at the same time. I didn't know why I had so much sorrow about leaving it. And the Holy spirit said to me, Lauren, you're dying to a dream. That's why it feels so bad because it's a, it's a death. You're experiencing grief from a death. He said, but if you'll trust me, I will give you a new dream. And I remember saying to the Lord in that moment, God, I don't know what it, what it is. And I'm not sure what it's going to look like, but I trust you. And, um, it was amazing because that started a new journey over the next couple of years of um, trusting the Lord in a whole new way, trusting him as husband, trusting him as provider, trusting him as completely enough for me and for my kids. And then also trusting him with all of the promises that I felt that he had gave me, even whenever I was a little girl. And um, it was so crazy because shortly after that, I, um, I, I started dating um, an amazing man that I'm now married to. And we were just in the dating stages, but I remember I had gotten into a car accident and my car was, was a car bought for me by my, um, it was actually from my previous marriage. And I remember it was so weird because I get into this car accident. I get hit on the driver's side. It was a complete miracle just in itself that I didn't get hurt or anything like that, but the car was completely totaled. And I remember being, um, going to the emergency room, I'm washing, you know, I was in a shower getting glass all off my, my body, but I was completely, you know, fine. And I remember just asking God, like, what was that? You know, because that just wasn't nothing, you know, like what, what were you trying to speak to me or say to me, um, by even allowing that to happen. And what he showed me, through that experience was, you know, the car car was a symbol of identity because it's your identity that takes you from one place to another. When you truly know, when you know who you are, you're, the place that you're at right now is because of revelation of, of, of what you have, of how you know who you are, like your identity in yourself. But once you start discovering more of who you are in Christ, when you know 
when you've got, when you know you can walk in authority or you know you have a greater revelation of who you are in Christ, then God can lead you to another destination, to another place. And he said to me, he said, what carried you from place to place in the past is not going to be able to carry you to the place that I have prepared for you. Wow. And wow. it was just amazing. And so um, shortly after that, you know, I, my relationship with my, the man that I'm married to now, you know, just was progressing and I had amazing blessing over our, our, um, my business and things started just looking amazing. And I remember a woman, Ann Hammock, who is just amazing. She came to our church, um, at the beginning of, I believe it was 2000 and when did I get married? May, 2017. Mm -hmm. Must've been 2016. It was the end of, yeah, it was right at the beginning of 2017, end of 2016, I think. Anyway, she's, she came and gave me um, a prophetic word. And she, she had said, you know, everything that the enemy stole, God is going to return to you this year. Yes. And um, just of, of hope, you know, and breakthrough. And I tell you what, I had 11 years of believing God for certain things. I mean, detailed things, writing down detailed things about how I wanted my husband to be. I, I remember in my previous marriage praying all these things about my husband, all these things about our family, everything. And year after year after year after year of no breakthrough. And I remember when I, before, right as my husband now asked me to marry him and it started a two month period of God completely raining down every single thing I had ever believed him for in the previous years. Wow. Um, it was like so overwhelming that I almost every single morning I would wake up thinking this can't be my life because he overwhelmed me with blessings. He gave me a man that literally serves me from the time I wake up to the time I go to bed. <laughs> he makes my spark for me every morning. <laughs> I mean, absolutely loves my children, has such a heart for the Lord, is so steady and, and gentle in the way that he talks to me and, and helps me and helps my children. Um, he gave me the home of my dreams. I had moved from house to house to house. I had never owned anything. I had never had a home where I felt like it was mine and could make mine. And, um, God gave me a, a brand new home. He gave me a beautiful wedding. Uh, my dad was able to walk me down the aisle. My mom was, was there, my entire family, my children. He blessed us financially. I am, I am more blessed now financially than I've ever been. I'm, I um, just recently was at the grocery store and I was reminding, I was, I was putting my card in to pay for my groceries and the Lord reminded me how long it, it's been. Um, he said, Lauren, remember whenever you had to think about how much money you had to make sure you could cover your groceries. And I remember thinking, how faithful God yes. is. And, um, so amazing. and so the last thing I wanted to, to leave you with was something that I just loved was, you know, whenever I was a, a young little girl, my mom, she would, um, buy me porcelain dolls and I, I just loved these dolls. They were precious to me. And they were one of the things that I would think about or would make me, um, daydream about just this wonderful life. I had this beautiful little bride doll and all these little porcelain dolls. 
And to make a long story short, whenever I married um, the first time, I left my dolls with my mom and my mom ended up moving and somehow those dolls ended up getting misplaced and we couldn't find them. And so there was many years into my previous marriage where I would look for the dolls and I couldn't find them. And um, one of the words that Anne said to me at the beginning of 2017, she said, God's going to return everything to you. She said, even the things that you do not know the enemy stole from you, he's going to return to you. And um, it was amazing because when I got pregnant with my little girl in my previous marriage, that's when I went like on a hunt for my dolls and I still couldn't find them. And, you know, looking back now, you know, I'm thankful because it was a rough marriage and there's no telling what could have happened to those dolls throughout, throughout the chaos of, of that marriage. But um, what was so amazing was when I was packing my bags and packing my home to move into my home, my home with my husband, my new home that I live in now. Um, my dad was there and he pushes this bin into my room and he said, Lauren, your mom found your dolls. And <laughs> I just, I, <laughs> I um, immediately thought, I immediately had doubt. I was just like, my heart just sunk down to my, my belly. And I said, there's no way it had been about 15 years or it, it had been at least 13 years since I had seen those dolls. And um, it was amazing because it was two weeks before my wedding. And I opened up that bin and all those dolls were sitting there and I started pulling them out one by one. And it was as if God was just taking a time clock and going backwards. And he was saying, now's the time, baby girl. Like everything that you've always dreamt of, now's the time that it's going to happen. And I was able to move my childhood dolls into my dream home. And my little girl was coming up to me like, mom, what are these? And I was able to explain them all to her because I hadn't seen those dolls since I was a little girl before all the pain that I had gone through. And, um, and so, you know, what I want to encourage you with is, you know, I love the story of Cornelius in the Bible. I love the story of just faithful people that trust God, even though they don't see anything yet. And, um, you know, there is, you know, Cornelius in, in the Bible, he was faithful to, to give. He was faith. He was just faithful to God. He was faithful in prayer. And he had never even experienced the manifested presence of the Lord. He had never experienced salvation yet. Um, but, but, you know, and what's, when you read about him, he was, he, he was a, a general, like a, he was, um, over an army, but yes. he also had, um, he was, he had a family, he was older. And so he had a family. So he had to have had years of faithfulness and character building. And it was, a, it's a, such an amazing story because God, suddenly an angel appeared and suddenly Peter came to his home and they were, and not just saved him, but saved his entire family. And the blessings of God was just poured out on him and his family and um and so i just want to encourage you to keep trusting in the lord with whatever it is and you know like mom was saying sharing your testimony and sharing what god's done you know i can i can go back in in the seasons of my life where i was so desperate for an answer i remember ministering to girls or women coming to my home 
and ministering to them for their marriages and ministering to them for, um, to keep believing for their husbands and, and things like that, even in the midst of your own, trial. my own just desperation for God to move on my behalf. And I know that God honored that. I know that God honors the person that never gives up and keeps believing that he is good, even in the midst of things going, going rough. And so, um, you know, I, uh, my family's doing amazing now, you know, my kids, we've got five children together. Um, my children are flourishing. My, my boys, their walks with the Lord are getting stronger. I've watched my kids go from complete, just hopelessness to literally year by year. God is completely just rebuilding them and strengthening them and healing them. Bringing healing to every single one of them, and then even to myself, you know, God has just—it's t- taken my my faith level to a completely different level of expectancy of just knowing that you know if God's done this before, He can do it again, and He can keep keep um you know He will be faithful to the to His children. Let me say this: um, I heard the Lord say He's bringing your dolls back. When she said that, I heard the Lord say, "The things that you thought you lost forever." Yes. In this season of trusting the Lord, he's bringing your dolls back. He's bringing back something to you that you thought you can never regain because God is the God of restoration and recompense. He, he lives. The whole gospel is built on restoration. Our gospel's built on recompense. And so I just encourage you today to believe and ask God to show you what the enemy stole. You wrote it, write it down because your dolls are coming back. Yes. Your yes. dolls are coming back. That's the word of the Lord to you today. Yes. That's so good that you say that mom, because every time I share that story, I, um, I will say to, to whoever I'm talking to, you know, that's proof that God's not only the God of whenever you need miraculous healing or anything like that but he is he is the god of the of the dolls he is the god of the little teeny tiny things that you don't tell anybody that you just may wish for i wish you know i pray that this would happen that you know i would be embarrassed to go up to my to the altar and say will you help please help me um, find my dolls I'm just very upset about my dolls and I need prayer that God but you know God didn't look at that as stupid he didn't look at that as insignificant. He he truly cares about the things that we care about and the things that we hold dear. And um and he hasn't forgotten. And and one thing, you know, through all of that is, you know, when it looks appears everything appears to be dead around you, God is still moving. Yeah. He doesn't sleep on the job. He's he's not sitting there you know, worried or concerned. And I think that is something that as children of God, we have to always remember is that he is moving on our behalf and it may or may not look like we think it's going to look, but he is moving on our behalf. So I wanted to say too, I felt while you were teaching today, uh, that there are several on here that have complete broken, crushed hearts. Yes, And I just prophesy to you the oil, um, of the Lord is being poured. The balm of Gilead is being poured all over you. The oil of the Lord, the oil of the Holy ghost is being poured over you right now. As you're listening to this broadcast right now, Holy spirit is healing your heart and you're you literally, you're feeling a warm sensation in your chest in the area where your actual physical heart is. You're feeling a warm sensation and God is healing 
your heart and hope is arising. As Lauren was speaking, hope is arising in your heart and begin to prophesy out of your mouth what you're believing God for in your life. The restoration, you begin to say it right in the midst of the storm, prophesy the calmness of the sea. Right in the midst of the storm, prophesy to the waters and tell them to be still and prophesy the the return and the recompense that God has promised to you. Let your words become your weapons against the enemy and stand in faith knowing that God hears your prayer. He heard her cry about a couple of boxes of dolls. Yeah. A couple of boxes of dolls, which ironically were in perfect shape. Yes. In our church. (laughs) They had been in our church. They were, they were in a plastic tub, but were in perfect shape. The other day I went to Lauren's house and I decided to take a nap. And so I went into her room to get away from the million of children that are running around the house. And as I lay down on her bed, I looked around and those dolls were all over that room. And I thought she really, really loves these dolls. It was just such a blessing to have them back. And I really believe, and I prophesy, your dolls are coming home. Yeah. Whatever you've been believing God for, whatever you think you've lost or you have lost, you may, you have lost it. God is going to return to you. Amen. Amen. So well, I just have some words to share. Let me want words go to on share. And, go on and share the words that you have from the Lord. Um. Um, it's Lori Howell, Lori Lynn Howell, I think. Um, I just heard the Lord say that you are um, going to a deeper place of healing. Maybe you've thought that that you've experienced all the healing has for you, healing God has for you, but there's a deeper place that God longs to take you. And he just says to invite me in and he is going to bring heal, healing to those deeper places of your heart. And in return, you are going to be able to bring healing to others. God's going to open up doors for you to share what God's done for you. Um, Vanessa Holland, um, my promises are yes and amen, says the Lord. And I heard God say, you've seen me move in big ways in the past and a wave of love kisses from the father is coming your way. And he said, for every tear, God is bringing you a kiss from heaven. Yes. Um, Rhonda Harris, I just saw you as a warrior princess in the spirit, um, fighting on behalf of your family. And I, I also, you know, believe that there's a prophetic anointing on your life and God's wanting to take you to the next level this year and just in prophecy and hearing from clearly from the voice of the Lord. And um, I also heard the Lord say that you don't have to fight so hard when I'm next to you. And so always remember that the Lord goes with you into battle. He's fighting with you and, and, and before you. And we don't have to, to, to exert our own energy. We just have to trust and believe that he is fighting on our behalf. Um, Debbie Duda, I got Psalms 37 for you and I saw the Lord uh, preparing a banquet table for you. Um, um, I saw just a, a table of just his faithfulness and like a whole, I just, when I saw you, all I saw was a table just filled with beautiful fruit and beautiful food. And I heard the Lord say to, to expect the unexpected fruit this year, you're going to have fruit in your life this year, pop up all throughout your family. And your things are going to happen that are just going to surprise you. And you're going to feel so excited about, and God's going to, you're going to remember this word and you're going to hear the Holy spirit say that's some of my fruit 
That's the unexpected fruit. And so read Psalms 37 and 3, um, 3 to 5 for for uh, time's sake. I'm not going to read it, but it just talks about trusting the Lord and um, the promises. Um, you're going to be able to feast on his faithfulness because of his promises to you. And then is, is that how you say that? Let me see. Copal. Copal, yeah. Okay. Copal. Um, um, I just saw that God is so pleased with you. He loves whenever you worship. And um, I heard the Lord say, don't you know that I'm always at work? Yes. I don't sleep on the job. No more worrying and peace of mind. And I just, I, I want to just encourage you to remember that you are in the palm of God's hands, that his, his desire for you is to not walk in worry, doubt, or fear, but just to have complete peace because he is at work and he loves to watch you worship. And then um, Perla Martinez, um, the dawning of a new day says wow. the Lord. Um, from now, uh, nothing from your past is going to be where God is taking you. And so don't worry about anything from your past coming into the new season that God has for you. And God's going to give you great, greater revelation for all of your family and breakthrough for your family. And he loves you so much. And so just be expecting greater revelation of his love and his word for you and for every single member of your family. It's a new day. Um, Michelle Miller, this is for you and for your daughters. Um, God's not done with you. And the last page has not been written. There's so much more for you and for your family. Never stop asking me for the impossible. Yes. God is, um, one, he's stretching your faith. You're in a season of stretching and God has, has you in that season because he wants you to ask him for the impossible. He loves whenever we believe for the yes. impossible. Yes. And so, um, I just, I saw that your daughters have just a great destiny on their life. The hand of God is on them, on their family, and they will do everything that God has called them to do. And then Melanie Rakers, is that how you say that? Rakers. Rakers. Okay. Um, I just heard the Holy Spirit say, don't hesitate to move whenever I move. Um, I feel like he's been speaking some things to you, um, whispering things and desires in your heart and you've kind of just bypassed them as, Oh, that's probably just me. Um, but, um, I hear the Holy spirit say, write it down. As you start hearing the things that he's, he's saying to you, write them down. Even if they sound crazy, um, you're an amazing mother. I saw that you, I felt like you were an amazing mother and that you have a heart for more children. And I don't know if it's, um, like biological or spiritual, but I just saw your home expanding and I'm not quite sure what that means, but I just believe that you need to just seek the Lord because sometimes it's, it's ministry related. Um, sometimes it is actual children. Sometimes it's, it's just God wanting us to open our doors to, to people that we're supposed to minister to. But I definitely believe that for you, you just need to, to seek the Lord and write down what you feel like he's saying and don't take it for you saying it, believe that it is the Holy spirit. Even if it sounds crazy, he wants wow. you to write it down. Yeah. And that's it. Praise God. Well, I love you so much. Uh, I want to encourage you. Uh, our last drenched before her voice in December is next week at DFW. And I'm going to have one post a link on this Facebook page. So any of you, any of my friends that are in the Dallas area, we're going to have a drench there. It'll be next week. It's um, Thursday and Friday. And so we're going to post that link. We'd love to have you come out and be a part of that. There's still a few spaces left. Um, 
if you've never been to one, you need to go to one. It's, it's fabulous. It's a, a lot of inner healing. Uh, just some real clarity will come to your life. And I've never been to one of these events that my life wasn't touched profoundly. So we want to invite you out to that. Uh, we'll be back. I won't be on air next week, but we'll be back the next week. God bless you. Yes. I love you. Love Your you. dolls are coming back. Yes. In Jesus' name. <laughs> we love you. Be blessed. When you speak, darkness has to bow. Confusion has its final hour. When you speak, Mountains rise and fall, it tears down every wall around me. When you speak, you breathe upon the dust, you come alive in us. When you speak, you silence every fear, you feel your spirit here. Around us, let there be light, let there be light till it fills up every space. Come and have your way, let there be light, let there be light. Just one word in life, come and have your
For the past hour, you've been listening to The Warrior's Watch with Pastor Callie Hargraves as your host. For more information concerning this program, go to bpnradio.com.